So, I'm Randy. I'm alcoholic. My body's allergic to alcohol. I can never, ever drink alcohol successfully again, ever. One day at a time, today, ever. Uh, which is a shame because for a very, very, very long time, alcohol was the best over-the-counter treatment for what's wrong with me. And what's wrong with me, they call it alcoholism. So they say I have alcoholism. Alcoholism, my sponsor described alcoholism as an unsatisfied mind. And then he told me, don't take my word for it. He said, look at your life. And I guess he might have heard me describe my life, uh, maybe even in that meeting where I met him. And uh, at the time, I was very unhappy with the girl I was dating, the place I was living, the job I was jobbing at, the car I was driving, the amount of money I had in the bank, and, and many other things, I'm sure. Those are the ones that come to mind. And, uh, and so I, had to look, I looked at my life, and, and I looked at all of those areas of my life, and I saw, yes, I am unsatisfied. But I had hope that if I didn't drink long enough, that my luck would change from being sober and that I would get a job that I like and a house that I liked and a lady that I liked and a car that I liked and, a, and, and that eventually if I stayed sober long enough by not drinking, my life would unaccountably transform. Uh, but it's interesting. There is a line in the 12 and 12 about my life being unaccountably transformed and it says this. It says... Uh, it's talking about people finding their higher power either in a sponsor or in the AA rooms. And it says, uh, what does it say? Here's a very large group of people who have solved their alcohol problem. In many respects, they are certainly a power greater than you. They're talking about the group who have not even come close to a solution. Surely I can have faith in them. Even this minimum of faith will be enough to be restored to sanity, because that's what the second step is supposed to be doing. And it says, you will find many members who have crossed the threshold just this way, by, by making AA their higher power. All of them will tell you that once across, their faith broadened and deepened. Relieved of the alcohol obsession, their lives unaccountably transformed they came to believe in a higher power, and most of them began to talk of God. So, the thing that is unaccountably transforming my life isn't not drinking. It's this faith and belief and trusting and relying on a higher power. That is the thing that makes my life unaccountably transform. And... I thought when my life unaccountably transformed, all these good things were going to appear on the outside. But the thing that's unaccountably transforming in this program is my insights, my inner life, my thought life. Because of this relationship with a higher power, my insides are unaccountably transforming. And when my insides unaccountably transform, uh, I get more peace in my life. 
And when I get more peace in my life, I become more attractive to everything. And the things that I wanted become attracted to me. And they show up in my life effortlessly, unaccountably. And so this unaccountable transformation is a spiritual inside job that then manifests in the outside world. It, it can't help but manifest. As I become more at peace in the world that I live in, that is attractive. And people are attracted to that. People want to date me. People want me to work for them. People want me to live in their houses. People want to give me jobs. People want me around. And as that happens, my depression disappears more. My social life increases. And it, it, overall, my life just keeps getting better and better. Uh, when I came into this program, I hated my life. Today, I love my life. I love my life. I love the life that I had today. And I worked all day. And I cleaned my golf clubs. And I did very, very unbelievably mundane things today. But I had an amazing day, one moment at a time, in a relationship with a higher power. And allowing that higher power to be the thing that restores me to sanity and not trying to talk to myself and figure out what it is I need to be okay. I just did the next thing that was in front of me to do. And somehow I had a beautiful day today. Nothing good or bad happened. So this program, I know I say this all the time, but the 12th step says having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps. It doesn't say learning how to not drink as a result of these steps. It doesn't say making more money as a result of these steps, finding a mate as a result of these steps. All those things happen for the people that go for it. But that's not what you're going for. You're going for the wrong thing. That's putting the cart before the horse. The, the goal is to have a spiritual awakening. And so then the question is, was I focused today on what I could do to move my spiritual awakening ahead? Or was I really focused on what I could do to please self, to make a little more money, to trick somebody into dating me, to uh, I don't know. You, everybody has their own things. Everybody has their own things that they get captured, that self gets captured by, that now needs, it needs that thing to be happy, whatever that is. And so the, the target becomes not a spiritual awakening, it becomes new car, new job, new girl, new place to live, new something, anything but a spiritual awakening. So I would encourage you to, to put a, sticky somewhere, maybe a hundred of them in your life that say the goal is spiritual awakening. <laughs> not more money, not new girl, not new car, not new boy, 
Not new something. It's spiritual awakening. That is the goal. And keep your thoughts and your actions on that goal. And everything you ever wanted will show up for you without you having to work for it. Because the universe wants you to be happy. The universe has already given you everything there is to give. All, if, 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 you, if my higher power has all knowledge and all power, it knows what I need. It knows what would be the best in my best interest. I have absolutely no idea what's in my best interest. I thought drinking and taking drugs was in my best interest for many, many years, and it hurt me. So I'm going to stop talking now, and uh, we're going to open this meeting up. You guys can share about anything you want. If you want to ask a question, you can ask a question. If you want to, uh, whatever you want to do. So how it happens, how the internal arrangement happens is 12 yeah. steps. It's 12 steps. I wish there was another thing that I could tell you, and it's what I usually talk about. Right. The 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 only way to open the door to a spiritual awakening is to start with the spirit of complete defeat. There's no way around it because anything less than complete defeat means that I can still manage the show. Anything I think I can run, God's going to let me run it. It is a it is a free will earth ride. I can do whatever I want on this earth. That's the beauty of the ride. I can jump off a building if I want. God's not going to stop me. He might send a few reminders on the way up that jumping might not be the best plan. But if I'm determined to jump, I get to jump. If I'm determined to blow my brains out, I can blow my brains out. If I'm determined to drink alcohol tonight, I can drink alcohol tonight. But... If I will admit complete defeat, that I'm a complete defeat at being okay in this moment, on my own power, with my own judgment, with, my, with alcoholism running my life, that I'm a complete defeat at being okay, having a, a, an open mind, or being attractive to the kind of things I'd like to attract, if you want to put it that way. If I can admit that I'm a complete defeat at having the life that I would like to have show up in my life, or be able to appreciate the life that is showing up, which is still pretty fantastic compared to a lot of other people's lives, then I'm going to have to start with admitting complete defeat, which is that I'm a complete defeat at being okay in this moment with my mind. And, and, and that is the entry to a spiritual awakening because there's no need to awaken the spirit if I got this. You, you just keep napping, spirit, I got this. You stay asleep. I got this. But if we're going to awaken the spirit, I have to get to a place where I'm like, hey, hey, little help over here. I need a little help on aisle one. And, uh, and, and that's where it starts. Then the, the awareness that that self-talking mind is me trying to restore me to sanity and that I am the wrong power to do that, which is step two. It's, the, it's becoming aware that me talking to me 
makes me crazy and me rightly relating myself to a higher power makes me sane. And by sane, I mean just makes it quiet. And when it's quiet, there's an opportunity to hear something different than what I'm always saying to myself. Because when I stop talking to me, there's room for something else to guide me and direct me. And so I have to make that space. And the way that I make that space is by rightly relating myself to my higher power. So rather than telling God what it should change in my life, I tell God what is in my life. And I ask just for general help. Help. And, and I tell God what my fears are rather than try to talk myself out of having my fears. Right? Most of my prayers were, God, take this away from me or give me a new car. I don't say I'm afraid that I look bad in the car I'm in or I'm afraid I'm never going to meet the right woman in this car or I'm afraid that people are looking down on me because of the car I'm driving or anything else. All of the fear stuff around having a car, the car that I have, which, which could be a very fantastic car. But still, my mind would... Um, would be talking to me about what I'm afraid of about cars if it wants a new car, right? That I'm never going to be happy in this car. And so I just tell that to my, look, God, my mind's telling me I need a new car. I must be afraid. What am I afraid of? I must be afraid that this car makes me look like a loser, which I think I am all the time anyway, because I have alcoholism. And it says, we fa I found it the other day. Was that in this meeting? Uh, it's in step two. It says, uh, uh, in step two, it says, we who had won so handsomely in a walk turned into all-time losers. Uh, the God of intellect displaced the God of my fathers. But again, John Barleycorn had other ideas. I who had won so handsomely in a walk turned into all-time losers. So me, as an alcoholic with alcoholism, I always said, my deepest, darkest fear is that I'm a loser and that I'm unlovable. I found it in the book. I'm an all-time loser. Not, it doesn't get better. It doesn't say one, we stopped drinking and now we don't feel like losers anymore. No, it says I'm an all-time loser. And, and I have to know that I, I walk around with that fear that I am an all-time loser and that nothing ever works out for me. And so with that complete defeat, okay, help me be the best loser I can be. I can't tell you how many times that phrase has saved my life. I, I work with Roy. One month I was the worst sales guy in the team. I was last place. I'm, I'm pretty mediocre, but I'm never last. I was last. And I was talking to God about, you got to help me make some sales. I can't be last. But, but the truth of it is, is that I was last. And, and I changed my prayer from help me to make sales to help me be the best last place salesperson I can be. And I made peace with it. And I made peace with my higher power. And over the course of that weekend, I outsold everybody and made more sales in three days than I have in my whole life. I couldn't manifest that 
by trying to sell better or by even telling God that I'm a loser and I'm okay with being a loser. It was a genuine surrender to the idea that I was last place and someone has to be last place, why not me? But it did set a train of events in motion that was unbelievable. That surrender, that admitting complete defeat. So that's always the entry spot. I know I talked, that was a long answer to to that question, but there's even like, you know, seven or eight or nine more steps to talk about in the answer of that question. <laughs> so I hope that was helpful. Yeah, that was really helpful. Thanks. Thanks, Daniel. So who's next?